BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. All right, finally, after some major technical difficulties, we finally have Jade on the line. First of all, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I laid out today. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What's the weather in Chicago? I mean, it was only like 65, but it was sunny and our front yard gets so hot. So it felt like it was 80 degrees and I'm, I'm pretty sure I got burnt, but it was a good day. And Brett and I went on a long four-mile walk, and now I'm just hanging out. How are most of your days going? Like, how do you spend your time? Like, what are you up to? They're pretty repetitive. We Does it feel like Groundhog Day every day? Yeah, except the weekends do feel different, which is nice. Um, we wake up usually around 8.30, Brett makes coffee every morning and then brings it to me in bed. (laughs) Lovely. I chill in there. Then I work out. I've been doing Obey like five days a week. Amazing. And then it just depends. Like keeping the house clean as crazy as it sounds even to people is like a mission. Like I stopped working as a beginning of this year. So it's been quite, there's not much to do. My business partner and I, well, you know, Shauna, but yeah, we decided that it just wasn't what we wanted to do anymore. We were working in social media management and we were getting more inspired or excited about working with companies as individuals instead of us like managing other people's social media pages. We will still work with our companies or other companies through our own pages but our actual shadow social brand is no longer. So on a day-to-day basis, work-wise, there's not too much going on. And as you know, I've wanted to start my own thing. I'm too scared. So it's a lot of nothing, a lot of walks, cooking. The weather's finally getting nice. So yeah. I feel like it's such a weird time right now to like start thinking about now what you're going to do next. Like you were in this Mm -hmm. transition period where you were like, what is my next step? Maybe it's time to focus on me and where my passions lie. But then obviously this all happens and you're like, well, now I don't even know 
what to do. Yeah. It's, I, I do have a passion for skincare and that's something that I've always, well, not always, but in the last few years, especially, um, I've really come to love, but it's so funny. I keep saying, um, and I make fun of um, work calls for always saying, um, and now I realize as I'm talking to it, I can say, um, <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> This is not getting edited out. (laughs) So I think it's a weird transition period. And I did love working with Shauna. And I'm not taking that off the table, but she now has two kids. You know, she has a three month old baby. It's just like, where do we go from here? And nothing is really inspiring me right now, being stuck in the house all day. So I just, I don't know where to go from here. I mean, you should just go with it and like not put pressure on yourself to make any kind of decision. And then one day, hopefully like you'll have a light bulb moment and be like, this is what I want to do. But luckily for right Mm -hmm. now, you don't have to make those decisions. Right. You know, a lot of people get slammed for saying like, we're lucky to be in the situation that we're in. But I think Mm -hmm. that it's important to like notice that you're lucky and have perspective about it. You know, I'm extremely lucky that Brett has a good job and we're fortunate in that sense. But I do like having my own things to do and having a passion and having somewhere to go every day or something to do or every other day. And I did have a nine to five desk job that I loved in LA, but since I've been in Chicago, it's kind of taken me in a different direction and we'll see. Yeah. So because you don't have like a kid right now either, and you have all this time, like, is there anything that you've been up to that you weren't doing before? A lot of cooking. Yeah, what are you making? I do that. And I will say, as much as I do love kids one day, it's been really nice. Um, Not to to have Not have to worry about anyone other than Brett and myself. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of cooking. We have been doing things around the house and trying to, you know, redecorate or put furniture together. Nesting. Yeah, we redid our bathrooms. So just trying to do little things here and there to keep ourselves busy and that's fun. Yeah, like fun interior design projects. Yeah, and I want to start landscaping, but that seems like a mission. You need to do it. I have a whole Pinterest folder of landscape inspiration I can send you if you want. I mean, my landscaping, my yard is, it's not even a yard, it's four by four, but like, Um, it's something it's something especially now like it's starting to get nice outside and all we have is the space that we own so you want to make that four by four area nice yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Uh, you could just there are just like a few plants oh actually I don't really know Chicago weather yeah you have to think of something that will last yeah yeah like evergreen trees that are I'm going to do some research for you. You said something about the, how the weekends feel different for you. Yeah. Do you like allow yourself to fully, fully, fully veg on the weekends? Yes. Brett and I try not to drink during the week, even though I got drunk yesterday. But 
um, <laughs> at like two in the afternoon. If I were you, I would probably be drinking every day anyways. I'm just more eating the weed instead yeah, of exactly. drinking. <laughs> I, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'll take a gummy at 11 a.m. Other times I will go the whole week and be good and work out. And But the weekends I do... We'll do whatever, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll drink, we'll have fun. Last game we did have, I mean, we were social distancing, but we did have a couple of people outside. Yeah. New furniture and we were, it was just fun. I To have social interaction right now is like, you never realized how much you missed it until it was Until you actually. But yeah, we are vegging out and we have a whole thing of wine bottle of corks that we're saving of how much wine we drank. <laughs> oh my God, you need to send me wine recommendations. <laughs> and now a word from our brand partner. So weather is starting to get warm. I know we're not necessarily venturing out and about. However, I have found that getting myself together has made me feel a lot better. And I know that sounds shallow, but it just makes me feel good. And I'm doing a lot of things on camera and connecting with people and I want to feel my best. And so putting myself together as if I'm walking out for the day really helps put me in that mindset to feel empowered and motivated and ready to take on my day. So Tamara Mellon, who I've told you guys about many, many times. You guys should know about her by now, but if you don't, she is the amazing, iconic designer who created Jimmy Choo. And she left Jimmy Choo and she launched her new collection. The shoes are amazing. Her sandals right now are so, so, so cute. I just looked on her site and she has this really cute new sandal called the Spiral that looks super comfortable and accessible. Check it out. But the shoes are made in Italy and they are just made from the best materials. They're handcrafted from the top, top, top materials and produced in the same factories that make all of your other luxury shoes. I am so excited to get my hands on some of her flats too. There's this really, really cute pair. I think I told you guys about them last time, but they're called the Horizon and they come in like a deep burgundy color and then a tan color that are so adorable. I'm going to give you guys a hundred dollars off any pair of her shoes. Go to tamaramelon.com and use code WITHWIT. That's tamaramelon.com. T-A-M-A-R-A- M-E-L-L-O-N.com and use the promo code with wit for $100 off. Go check them out now if you guys are in the mood for some new sandals or boots or sneakers or pumps or whatever. She's got you covered, but go check them out. I want to introduce you to something that everybody needs in their life, which is Adderall and compliments, which is also the name of my podcast. I'm Annabelle, and every week I want you to come kiki with me and my hilarious friends as we talk about everything from reality TV to dating fails, mental health. I promise it will make you laugh, and most importantly, it will make you feel so much better about your own life. So come join me and my baby stripper voice every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, and follow me on Instagram at Annabelle Sisto and give me the greatest gift of all, which is validation. And now back to our chat. How has it been? being away from everyone. Like, I know, obviously, it's not like we're not talking. I know what you're thinking about. And I know it's been hard for you. But where is your head at? You know, because you're the one family member that doesn't live in LA. Yeah, so it's been now almost three months 
since I've been home, which is the longest I've gone. Around like the two month mark is when I start to just get sad and I'm like, okay, I need to start seeing the family. It's time to go out there. I am now at the point where I'm ready and I'm kind of feeling okay to fly. But it's been hard. At first it was normal because I was just here and I would be coming home in a couple months and then it would be the same thing. But now that it's getting longer and longer and LA was just extended, I don't know what the right thing to do is because the family, you guys are seeing each other socially outside or like six feet apart, but not all the time. And the idea of coming home maybe for a week and not being able to really hang out with everyone it's like, what's, mm-hmm. what's worse? Like, is that going to make me feel better? You know, is that going to then I'm going to get there and I'm going to be thinking I was just on a plane. How am I going to be around everyone? Uh, do I need to isolate myself for a certain amount of time? So I feel a lot of different things and I don't really know what, I don't think there is a right or wrong, but recently the past week or two, it's been something I've been thinking about and struggling with a lot more. Yeah. I mean, obviously we really want you to come, but I'd be thinking the same things if I were you. And what I would say as like your older sister is probably what I would just tell myself to do would be to wait it out like a little bit longer as like things start to relax here. I don't know, maybe give it a week or something, especially since you feel really unsure right now. Like I would give yourself Mm -hmm. some time and there's never really going to be an ideal time or the perfect time until there's a vaccine, right? Like, but Timmy and I were just talking about this. It's so hard because everybody has to deal with this at like a different pace because some people have to be out and about all day long working, right? They don't have a choice. And so- I think people need to like not judge what other people do and just reserve the right to be like, no, I'm not going to see you, but like that should be okay too. You know, like everybody should kind of just do what feels most comfortable for them and no one should judge anybody else for what pace they're going at with it. Totally. And I'm not so more, uh, I'm not more concerned or so concerned about like feeling judged for coming home. I mean, I was a little bit, but it's, I would feel so bad coming home and not being able, you know, with Paige and Ben and the baby, like the thought of being there, not really seeing them, then it would just like make me feel worse that I was there and I was other people, not them. And that, so it's just a, it's a struggle. Yeah. I mean, I know you have to weigh out all these options and how it would affect every single person. That's one of the issues with having a big family. That's what I was saying to my friends last night. I was like, as much as I love a big family, there are just so many different opinions and different personalities. And you have to, even though you have to put yourself first, you have to be a little selfish at times. I also want to be respectful and cognizant of everyone else's feelings. No, you're, you're thinking about all the right things. And I can imagine that that would be a really tough decision. I'm lucky that that's my biggest struggle right yes, now. So at the end for of the day, sure. I, I think about it. I talk about it with Brett and then I'm just like, okay, I'm not figuring it out right now. Let's just move on. Move on. Yeah. I was going to ask you like when you get stressed or anxious about all this stuff, how do you work through it? 
Yeah, I really try not to. I get anxious about other things, just anything like with dad or, you know, the PTSD that we have. But yeah, this type of stuff, I'll get a little worked up about it more. So just thinking about not seeing the family, but I don't let the flying or that those other stressors really get to me. Yeah, that's good. That's I my mean, decision. I, what am I going to do? Like, I've made right. I come, I've made the decision and I have to be okay with it. I think that's really smart because sometimes I think that we, a lot of us get so stressed out because of this loss of control that we have. But really, there's so much in our lives that we have the control to make the decisions over. So like, why stress out about something that hasn't even happened yet? You know, 100%. Are you and your friends doing anything fun to keep in touch? Like, I feel like you guys um, would have like cute stuff that you would do together. Hillary, Shauna, Sam and I are like on a group text all day long. Yeah. And I mean, we're each other's outlets for everything. Even and I like, I don't really need an outlet for him, but sometimes you just need to talk to your girlfriends. A hundred percent, especially when you're so, with the person nonstop and a husband is different than a girlfriend. Yeah. And just like his things that don't annoy me, but like he whistles all day and he sings all day and like, uh, <laughs> and so, he's uh, just, just too happy. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's the happiest person. Um, no. And so that's actually just- Sunny asked me, wait, Sunny asked me last night. He was like, how's, how was Brett's day after like he asked how everybody's day was? How was Uncle Brett's day? And I was like, he was probably really happy and had a couple drinks. Yeah. He, <laughs> Uncle Brett always has a good day. It's very rare when you see him stressed. I have a funny story during quarantine. So it was, as you know, it would have been Sam's wedding a week ago. Right. And so for everyone listening, Sam is my best friend and her wedding was going to be in Florida two Saturdays ago. And her first dance song was to Shania Twain, You're Still the One. And a month ago, I messaged Shania Twain on on Instagram. Oh my God. And tried to, I wrote literally something like, three paragraphs long about Sam's story and her whole, the whole year she's had. And I was like, if you could please just send me a video of you singing. You're, You're still, still the, the one. <laughs> and did she do it? No, she didn't even read it. Oh my God, Shania. Well, if Shania is listening, this is a shout out to Shania. Shania. Hit Jade up on. on the DMs. Jade Port Robbins. Okay. Let's get into your skincare because okay. that's something I feel like you're always texting me products here and there, but I want to know yeah. the full routine. It, do you have the yeah. same routine every single day with the same products? I pretty much have now done. Yes. Okay. So can you explain to me quickly your skincare in the morning and in the evening? Yes. Okay. Well, in the morning... All I do is rat on from the night before I'll leave and then I'll just spray a hydrating mist before I work out. I was watching a Instagram live with Dr. Barbara Sturm. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And she was doing something with this model, Devin Windsor, and they were talking about working out and do you wash your face before? Do you wash it after? And she just said, your skin gets 
very dehydrated when you work out. So just if you can just spray a hydrating mist or something on your skin before you work out. Okay. So I started doing that. Then after I work out, I will wash my face and I use that IS clinical. I got that. It's the best cleansing complex. If I feel like I need a little extra cleaning, then I use this SkinCeuticals like kind of exfoliating toner. And it's just supposed to help you know, your pores, anything else that's left over on your face. So I usually do that in the morning. And then I use that COSRX snail mucin. Serum, yeah, snail mucin. Um, <laughs> Does not sound appetizing, but it's really hydrating. Yeah, I've seen major results from that. And then after that, I use a hyaluronic acid serum. And that's either from, my favorite is PCA. But the one in the morning, I use is SkinCeuticals. Okay. The one that, the HA intensifier, I think. Yes. Then I follow with IS Clinical Pro Heal Serum, which is my favorite serum I think I've ever used. Oh my God. What does it do? I actually stopped using the CE Ferulic. Why? Because it smelled like bacon? (laughs) When I was watching the Dr. Sturm interview or live, she said that you shouldn't be putting anything on your face that's over 5% of vitamin C. And so that one has 15% and I stopped using it like two weeks ago and I've seen a better difference in my skin. Oh my Um, God. I used to just get little red spots randomly and I also have very sensitive skin. So everyone's different. I'm not advising anyone not to use it, but uh, this Pro Heal Serum is great for sensitive skin and basically does all of the same things but is not as concentrated. PCA is like my favorite brand right now. I use their vitamin B3 brightening serum. So anything pigment related, if I'm red after working out, everything goes down within a minute. Oh my God. Then lotion and eye cream and then tinted moisturizer. (laughs) What kind of lotion and what kind of eye cream? I use the PCA Hydrolux, I want to say. And okay. luminaire eye cream. And then it's pretty the much one that the, you sent me. Yeah. And then it's pretty much the same at night, except I don't use the toner at night. I'm doing more hydrating things at night. And yeah. Then twice a week I'll do a mask. And then do you use the tinkle razor thing too? I was. And then after I watched the Barbara Sturm, she said dermaplaning can really irritate sensitive skin. So I use that flawless little vibrating machine. And it's obviously, it doesn't exfoliate like the tinkle does, but I've realized for my skin, it's It's better. better. Yeah. It's like more gentle for your skin. Yeah. And then... Any good lip serums that you love? Oh, no. But if you find one, tell me. I mean, I still always... Yeah, it's Aquaphor or the Lucas Papa is always the best stuff, I think. Like, they actually heal chapped skin as opposed to mm-hmm. just, like, covering up chapped skin, which I feel like a lot of chapsticks do. I, I really want to try that new Summer Fridays one. Yeah, I do, too. We should order and that. I use Necessaire Body Lotion. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love their packaging and branding. It's so pretty. 
They have good body soap. All right. I'm going to ask you some random, random questions. Okay. Okay. What hangover cures do you swear by? I'm the most nauseous person on the face of the earth. So <laughs> if I could be injected with Zofran, that's what I would swear by. Yeah. Um, I swear by throwing up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and eating a bunch of crap food. Honestly, it's like if I'm being real, the only thing that's going to make me better is throwing up. Oh. If I don't have Zofran. But I also swear by ginger ale. Yeah, that's a good one. The real ginger ale, not the natural ginger and ale. And bagel right? bites. Mm-hmm. Oh, bagel bites. I crave chopped salads when I'm hungover. So that's. I crave chin chin Chinese chicken salad when I'm hungover. <laughs> Tim is always like, what do you want? If you're hungover, like, let's go crazy. I'm like, I would like a chopped salad, please. So boring. And also, sometimes I randomly crave kukuru. Okay, if you could live anywhere, where would you live? Cabo. <laughs> you should move to Cabo, probably. Cabo. I love, I love where Cabo. I love where I live now. Yeah, and I love our house, but I hate the weather. Cabo, or just somewhere, you know, by a beach, nice weather. Yeah, I feel you. What about you? If I could live anywhere, where would I live? So hard. Like if I didn't have to care about anything, like there were no, it's so hard. I I would want to move to like Italy or something like, oh yeah, that's totally. Yeah. Greece. Different life. I'd move to Greece for sure. Who was your first celebrity crush? Justin Timberlake was probably my first celebrity crush. He's a good one. He was one of my first big ones, but mine was more like when I was younger, it was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, But I feel like you're too young for that. Maybe I'm Shia LaBeouf from Even Oh my God. Yes. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia LaBeouf is hot now. Yeah, he is. Okay. What's your favorite cocktail? Tequila on the rocks. Just sometimes with nothing? Sometimes without. Yeah, just nothing. Simple. Yeah. Okay, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh, I, I, last thing I Googled was live succulent arrangements. <laughs> you can go, oh no, not the sill. The sill does plants. Did you find any? Yeah, I found one on Etsy. I was going to say, go to Etsy. Etsy is where you go for all that like off yeah. path stuff. Yeah. Okay, what is the song you always pick when someone tells you to DJ? Do you want me to play it for right now? Yes, please. Well, it's obviously from Sam's Croatia playlist. Oh my God. Best playlist Um, ever. You guys should all download or get that on Spotify. She's the best on Spotify. This is. Yeah, she really is. To read the signs. That's my Tell Me You Love Me by Galantis. So good. I'm going to listen to that as soon as I get off the phone. It just immediately puts me in a good mood. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Love it. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? I have coffee. What is the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Oh, so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Just like anything on their face that you feel like. Yeah, probably like their skin. You know, I just like look at every single thing. A lot of people I've been noticing recently have like hairs in like long hairs in their nose or on top of their nose. 
bad luck. <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> I, f- I mean, people like you need to look at yourself in a close up mirror. Sometimes I yeah. have to turn like I, I hate those mirrors that are super magnifying. But like, oh, I won't look in those. But sometimes you really need to do a good look at yourself because stuff will just pop up and it's you don't want to be the person that doesn't know there's like a long hair sticking out of the side of your That that is true. But I prefer looking at like a mirror in natural light than one of those up close mirrors because I feel like I can see the same thing, but I won't go crazy. Yeah. Like I'd just pick the shit out of my skin if I saw it that close up. Yeah, I won't touch my face anymore. Good. I'm really trying not to. What store are you finding yourself shopping at the most right now online? I'm trying not to shop that much right now, but probably free people just because they have such comfy lounge sets. Yeah, I love free people so much. I mean, those are all my fun questions that I had for you. This was so fun. This is so fun. JD, thank you so much. I love you so much. I miss I you so much. I love you. Hope you um, enjoyed this and that people like hearing from me. <laughs> yeah. So just like lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Okay. I love you. Bye. <laughs> so we have been giving you guys some meditations at the end of these episodes. And I want to continue to do that because I feel like it's really important at the end of this just to take some time to unwind before going back to whatever it is you're doing. So the next meditation is a grounding meditation. This is led by Mariah Lyons. She is a Reiki master, crystal healer, meditation guide, and herbalist. She's also the founder of Astara, a luxury wellness footwear company based in LA. She has led meditation and wellness workshops for Nike, Yahoo, DreamWorks, NBC Universal, and her work has been featured in Vogue, the LA Times, Goop, Vanity Fair, and Good Morning America. Here is a five-minute grounding meditation by Mariah. Enjoy. This is a five-minute grounding meditation, helping to calm your nervous system and bring you back into a state of grounded presence. Find a comfortable position and gently close your eyes. Allow your breath to begin to deepen. Each breath releasing any tension or tightness within the body. Begin to tune in to where your physical body is connected to the cushion, couch, chair, or floor beneath you. Notice gravity against your body. Allow yourself now to sink in a little bit deeper.
visualize now that you have a grounding root like the root of a tree that grows out the base of your spine. And your grounding root goes down into the baseboards, the foundation of the building, continues to grow down into the earth. Growing down, down, through the different layers of the earth, continuing down until your grounding root reaches the center of the earth, whatever that may look like for you. Envision your root wrapping around the center of the earth. anchoring you in to the Earth's energy. Allow yourself now to release any tension or worries or anxieties that may be present to gently release out your body through this grounding root down into the earth. And visualize now that nourishing and grounding earth energy begins to flow up through this root, traveling back up through the different layers of the earth, this nourishing golden energy from the center of the earth, continuing up, 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 through the different layers of the earth, through the baseboards of the building, moving back up into the base of your spine where this grounding and nourishing energy begins to move into your body, filling your legs down to your toes. Up into your hips, abdomen, chest, arms, neck, face, reaching the crown of your head until your whole body is filled with this grounding, nourishing energy from the earth. Take a few moments here, allowing your breath to deepen. Take one last deep breath all the way in and gently exhale 
all the way out. When you are ready, gently begin to bring yourself back and open up your eyes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.